Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast, The Insightful Mindset. Today I'm going to address a aspect that I I consider as challenges that comes along when it comes to dating in a black society or in an African society. And this is going to be from my perspective or let's say from a woman's perspective. So the first thing will be family. Like family is a huge um, something. So if you are involved with this guy, you have to first um, make sure you know how his family is built up. Is he the only son? If he's the only son, then you have to know that you have to find which position is he. If he's the firstborn, then it might happen that he has so much responsibility to take care of uh, for his younger siblings, you understand? So this is something you have to consider. And uh, you always have to also to look, is the father still around? So maybe they can still, you know, the responsibility can still be divided. Or is the father normal and the mother is now a widow or she has always been a single mother? So this, these are aspects that you have to consider from, from like from the beginning, you know. And if she, he is the last one, you have to understand that maybe, and he has all his sisters, maybe not even brothers involved, all his sisters, then it might happen that the sister will always poke their nose into your business a lot because they will like, they feel the urge to be around their brother and think that they have to protect um, him because they will be always thinking that they are the second or the, the second mother figure he has and they will be they will become like the second mother-in-law for you like they will also be there talking in things and yeah so you you also have to consider that and you have just to see the dynamics around this family how are they are these uh, siblings disrespectful uh, like can they respect your boundaries when you say okay i don't i don't have anything against you coming into my house we being family all that but it's still it's going to be my house you're not going to come with the attitude that you come to your brother's house and then disrespecting all the boundaries i've made because that will just be you know toxic so such things has to like you have also to have a conversation not only with yourself but also with the person you're going to be getting involved in a kind of ask such question how will you find just set some kind of scenario specific scenario where you will address issues like specific issue like what if this one happens how will you uh, react on it how will how what will be the outcome for, uh, for such a situation yeah another thing like i said if the um, uh, the boy although the man grew up in a, a stable family, like what is a stable family? I mean like an intact family, let me say that. But uh, because this word stable and broken, I don't want to use it in, in nowadays because nowadays we have we have to not we have to realize that it's not like it's a stable family doesn't mean that um, a father and a mother are together. A stable family means that there's a peace in that house, that the father and the mother respect each other, love each other, and therefore the children are growing in a very good environment. Because sometimes we just assume, because 
both parents are still living in under one or they are still living under one roof so it is a stable family and we have realized that that's not as nowadays we know that that's not the fact it just that maybe sometimes the women just uh, accept a lot or uh, decide to endure a lot for the sake of the kids but they are not really happy and they are just not really in a, like this the family is not that stable or that mm, that good as you would assume so I won't want to use the term stable and broken because they always say if you're a broken family is the dad with a single mother or whatever. It's a, now we are seeing people, very good, respectful men that came from a single household and you would be like, wow. And uh, yeah, so this broken and stable family just based on because both parents are together. Is something that we have to get rid of. We just, you're not supposed to like to generalize everything like that. Like so, yeah, okay. So I would say that when you you come across or you get involved with a man that in staying with both his parents, and he sees that the mother is a stay-at-home mom and he has she has always been a stay-at-home mom and so on, and so forth. And the father is the one that has always been providing and there's never been an issue about it. Uh, you have to, if you know very well that's not your lifestyle that is not how you want to live your life and uh, you have to address it like you have to come forth and I say you know uh, what do you think of women that work I mean will you have a problem if uh, like maybe you are a graduate you are like okay I, I don't mind having kids I don't mind um, staying at home for maybe a, a year or so but then again, I don't want to um, be just at home and maybe the man will not consider even paying you allowance. So you'll be like, no, I want to actually participate or practice what I learned in school. And that's why I went to school, actually, or else I would have just finished my high school and tried to find a man and say that uh, I want to settle down, you know, and, for, and let the man provide for me and you know so if you really know from the very goal that you don't want to be a stay-at-home mom you have to address that you, are, you just don't assume that the man knows that because you went to the university you would like to go and work because nowadays we also see that there are a lot of people that they can the man can convince you otherwise like ah you just went to, yeah so it's all like yeah but me already i'm earning this amount of much i can take care of you you don't have to suffer you have to if it's that, it's, it's, if it's okay for you, not because the ma the mother endured, or even your mother, because sometimes they don't even use their mother, they use your mother. If they maybe they say, but your mother did so, so I say, ah, uh -uh, thank you very much. I know I came from that family, and maybe maybe based based on that, you don't want to be like your mother, and or maybe you want or your your mother has encouraged you to be better than her because she has seen how life is when she was just sitting at home so never just uh, allow a man to tell you that yeah because your mother did so you have to be okay with so and so or because his mother and you had a b c d you have to be okay with it that is some a no-go zone you have just to be very uh, cautious of what you want and what you need that's the only i see when it comes to financials, I mean, uh, you have to, from the very go, you have to uh, come together and just discuss 
the aspect of money because I have this um, I always see that men African men think they they have to have they always assume that they are the, they are the ones that are going to earn more and therefore they are the ones that are going to take care of the household and therefore yeah so you will not even have much to say and uh, such discussion has to take place even if they are helping their family even you maybe you're helping your family so you have to come together and say okay how is this going to happen? I mean, if my family needs help or if your family needs help, are we going to discuss together and come to a resolution and say, okay, maybe this time we help your family and next time we help our, our, um, your family? Or is it only going to be you help your family, I help my family, we never discuss about it? Or how is or you have to have such, con such conversation on front because, or up front, I mean. That because that's a very important things that has to be addressed. Like seriously, it's very important. Um, and another challenge I see with men when it comes to tradition, like I think men, uh, African men, the idea they have behind traditional marriage is based on the fact that they can always claim you as their property. And that is a very okay. It's in even it's not toxic. Even when it's not like you're not like you are their own, it's okay. Even like you are a part of their family, you are good. You're going to be treated with that respect. You're going to be loved. You're going to be taken care of. You're going to be yeah. So those kind of stuff should uh, should be considered. But if only they also like give you that listening ear and you can like really address those aspects uh, yeah so if you see that um, yeah like I, am, I was saying sorry for the noise uh, in the background the ambulance because my yeah there was pass here once in a while and sorry for that so what I was saying about the traditional thing the, the traditional marriage thing Many well are very egoistic about it because they say after I, and they will be using this term, I paid your bride price, so bride price, so you are my, like you're my property. You like, and and um, that's something I have a very difficult thing. Uh, like I have a difficult understanding. To uh, I I don't like it. I like when you start saying I paid your like, it did not pay. <laughs> That it's just so amazing. It's good to, like to check the person and treat them as as your own. Like no, don't let anybody disrespect them. Don't let anybody uh, like uh, mistreat them or something. But don't value a person by the amount you paid them. And I was I paid so and so. Can I? You always have to consider: Can a person's life be paid? Like, can you pay for a person's life? You know. So these are things which you, so maybe you, your family doesn't like really want huge amount of money for your bride price. So they just say, okay, just it's like a bond, like a, it's just like a covenant, so that we know that you are really these both families are are like are now a family. Want they have come together. Maybe that that is actually what's supposed to be um, the meaning of a dowry for my for my own understanding. It's just to show that well, these families have come together. They are now one family. 
But if now your family thinks that so, and then they just put a very low price on you, and this person pays it, and then thinks maybe first of all they think, oh, so you are this cheap. So look at the family is giving you out in such a cheap, cheap manner. Or if then they, 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 they put the price so high, and this man has to hustle very hard to pay for this bride price, and then they grab himself. After all I went through to pay for you, and now you are now talking back to me. Now you are arguing. Now you are doing this and that. So this dowry issue is sensitive issue, and um, something you have also to address. And I, I don't know. For me, actually, I'm not even thinking like, can people not just come together if they have to pay the dowry? I mean. Can they just not come together and the man brings a little bit, the woman brings a little bit, they put together the... So that's, it's not like I paid for you. I'm not a product. I am a human being and you cannot pay for my life. Even if my parents like put my price so like in a higher range. It can't happen that now when I come to the house, I have no say because, oh, you paid for me. Seriously? Even... I paid for tomatoes, and tomatoes get rotten if I don't use them, if I don't treat them right. So, should I not now tell to, and I cannot use them again. So, that is something which you have to consider. Mm. You can pay for a product, a very expensive TV, and it works. But if they, if maybe you don't, the maintenance is not good or anything, it gets spoiled. Although you paid a huge sum of money. So you cannot just because you paid a huge high, high amount of dowry come and now start to mistreat this woman and uh, expect her to be a vicious woman that will still be at your back and call. I mean, this is a human being with emotions, with feelings, with thoughts, with everything. So, man, in that side, you should really be you should consider the feelings of a woman and women you should also help your parents not to let it let it not look like you're so cheap because for me i'm talking that uh, that's a sometimes also this uh, thing of a marriage i don't want it because it just bring a lot of things that you have to get involved in and maybe that will uh, change the, the, the dynamics of your relationship that's in, in one way or the other. And uh, this paying of dollars is one of them. So you have to also tell yourself, do you want your husband to hustle and hustle and pay so high amount of dowry? Or can you just uh, like reduce it for him, talk to your parents, come to a, a very good compromise, yeah, but those are conversations you also have. You have with yourself, you have with your parents, and also you have with the man. And you have to make sure you tell the man, okay, I, you're going to pay such amount of price in my name, but that doesn't mean I'm going to be your, your, like, your item, the item that you're going to push up and down and going to command up and down. No. And that's why I, I, I always come with another idea that when you are that it is good to grow with your man. It is really good to grow. Let's find a man that is already established. And then he has this idea that he's already made it in life. And you are still like, maybe you're just coming up out of um, university. You're still hustling. You haven't got a job yet. 
and then maybe you have to move to his house where maybe he has already is rented it or he has built it and uh, then you have this already um, it's hard then it's already like you're already coming into somebody else's property and it, it can have this kind of attitude uh, towards you what i always like think and i always like say if i have to move in with a partner then we should start from scratch we should build if you are supposed to build a house together everybody invest in it or even if um we have to rent a house maybe it should be enough from us the beginning whereas we can both like contribute into the bills and all that so that the other nobody can say you moved into my house i moved into your house or it is our house we're starting we're starting a new home together so we come together and that is my perspective because there can be challenges when it comes to who is moving to where there's one this post i, I just read like last time uh, online that the, uh, the woman was earning more money uh, where she was working and the man they it was also earning less like the yeah so and they were they were having long distance relationships so it it came to a point where they are now ready to get married they got married and now the question was who leaves the job and like i said the woman is now earning a whole lot of the a whole lot of money and the man is earning less and now it was like well it is obvious the woman is the one to go and um stay with the man it doesn't matter how much she she earns um yeah okay one should not always consider the money aspect but now it's the question is is that the right thing to do or can they find like like that's a discussion that she actually would have, would have had before even getting married or even signing those documents of marriage because those that was a very important issue for them to discuss before that before the marriage mm-hmm. so that okay this is what is at this is what is going to happen i am not going to leave my work and come to you and to you and it's fine i'm going to find another job here and uh, or she, she could have find a, like try to find a job before even the marriage and try to transfer so that they can see ah how is the earning but just cancel your job come back sit down and uh, change your love, living standard because then you you'll be earning maybe you have not yet found a job you have to start searching for it you, maybe it's hard to find the job again so there are a lot of things that you have to consider and yeah and so then again i think it is also important to know like how your partner deals with important issue and how if there's people like you know men uh, african men they have this thing that they have the last say and sometimes it can be very drastic and uh, if it's something which you like like i said just think of all the bad scenario that can happen in a relationship and speak about them beforehand make the like you um, don't allow it to happen when the conflict has already arisen or has started then they they just shut down and they let you to deal with it by yourself so uh, be uh, start that conversation where like reflect in on your in yourself and find out what exactly can can i not uh, deal with whether it's cheating when it's having a second wife whether it's uh, 
Oh, like I said, the financial stuff that you just can't be at uh, at say at home, um, whether it's um, uh, it's how many children, especially also that's also an, like a major aspect, like uh, in the, especially in a black society where male children are still so considered as so important for a, a male a male person. Like they want to have their son, they want the generation to move forward, they want this and that. So they will be like. Um, it's very rare, like now they are really opening up and they are really approving for only female children, but it's still something that is in process and something that you have to have a discussion about, about it before that. So it is not your fault if you just bear women or female children. And it's also not your fault when you just bear male children. So it's something which has to do with both of you guys. Yeah. So. But that has to be a conversation. You have to say, I want such a... Uh, how many kids do you want before... Like, before you start doing anything? We want uh, two or three kids. It, does it matter whether they are boys or girls? If it doesn't matter. And make it sure that this person is saying what they believe in. Not that just saying it just because to make the conversation going. Just be very specific. Like, say, you be, like mean it, you know? You just have to have a very... A fierce conversation about it. Just what if it's all boys? Eh? Okay, what if it's all girls? Okay, yeah. So and also sometimes you can be barren. Those things also comes along with it. You don't know. You don't. You you, you may think you are very fertile and everything, and yeah, and maybe you are. But your your partner has a less um spam count and then uh, they put it on you which is not good so you have also to consider such that such challenges can arise and you have to have a composition about it before it and yeah so that will be some of the challenges i think people should consider while dating uh, in a black society, in African society, and also this one thing that I already addressed it in one of my episodes w- that they consider their wives as strangers in their home. That is something which also many men still have an idea about or they still think like that. So it's very important to also have such conversation and make it clear that you won't want to be considered as a stranger in your own home. Like if you leave your father's place and come to join a man, then you want to be like one item and not be always still feel like you don't belong, you know, because it's that is what it it indicates. So yeah, I think I'll end this um episode here and maybe there are a lot there's still a lot of challenges that yeah comes when it comes to dating black or dating the black society and African society which I may address later on as well in a second episode or something, in another episode. But for now, thank you very much for listening and t- tuning in. Stay, stay blessed. Until next time. Bye-bye.